0: It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast. Alive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Morning, everyone. It is four past six, and we're in the Toolkit Depot studio for this Friday morning. Heading for a bumper top of 41 today, tomorrow, and then, oh, the cool change kicks in with 37 on Sunday. Breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land, pride attachments. I say a very good morning to Scotty coming.
1: Good morning to you, mate. Hello, everybody. Uh everybody. I'm not, I can't guarantee what I'm going to give you today because uh, that- let me just tell you the start of my day. I'll, I walked out of my house, Yeah. walked out my front door and went, geez, the moon's bright. Geez, the moon is bright. And it took me about 10 seconds to realize it was a streetlight. So I'm just saying to you, I'm not sure what I'm going to offer. And then I'm watching you trying to deal with a sticky tape dispenser and you've got about a meter and a half of it. Tangled around your arm and your hand. Because this no show could go Scott. anywhere today.
0: There's no teeth. You know how you're meant to go.
1: <laughs> mate, it's all, oh, oh, this.
0: Well, where's the teeth on the thing, mate? You take. I, yes. I've asked him to bring sticky tape. It's your
1: first time with sticky tape.
0: Well, there's no. It, there's oh, actually, I
1: said we're back to secret sound. <laughs> no, no, that was not coming back. Anyway, I'll
0: get that sorted. It's <laughs> funny you mention. The moon. I drove in this morning, and the moon, which was over in the east, yeah, it was really dark, and it was the smallest slither, but the actual moon itself was massive. <laughs> like I'm talking, it was almost like a lunar eclipse. Oh, well, but it's all sort of like don't a. Stare n- at it. <laughs> Remember those days? Yeah. The teachers well, would say, yeah, well, "We're God. going out to watch the eclipse now. we'll prick a hole in a piece of paper, everybody." <laughs> what? That's what you're allowed to do. You're allowed to look. Dude, at, that is a
1: flashback. I, I think
0: I remember that. You have a piece of paper from your classroom with lines on it. Yeah. And you had pricked a hole in it and you would hold it up and that was your way of looking at the eclipse. <laughs> but, you know, they were warned against looking at the eclipse. Come on, kids. Let's go out and do it.
1: <laughs> and stare at it through a hole in the paper. <laughs> uh, we could be anywhere today. Happy Friday.
0: Yes. And uh, thank you to everyone who's... uh letting us know whether we're on air or not. Yes, we have led to believe there might be a bit of an issue. Oh, so, nah, uh, that doesn't sound right. Well, anyway. Hey, Scotty. Uh, Scotty's here. Hello, Scotty. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, thanks to everyone uh, checking in. We're on track, but not out on SENWA. Okay, so we're on the track 657, but not SENWA or the gold field. So we do oh. apologise for that. Yep, but
1: anyway, the land of the tallest bin in the world. Yeah, exactly right.
0: Anyway, we'll keep chugging along, um, and I'm sure we'll get that sorted very, very soon. <laughs> can shortly.
1: you can you give me the sticky tape dispenser, please? If you okay, get it out of your hands now. Just give it to me
0: without muscling it and just pulling it and ripping it. <laughs> no, try and get it to get the teeth to work
1: for the I sticky tape. I just want tape. you to untangle yourself. Oh, yep, no, no, there's no teeth, but you would have, I thought you would have realised that like, before you pulled off a metre and a half of it. <laughs> Look, it's pretty easy, let's go. There you go. There's
0: he used his down. teeth, that is gross. <laughs> I'm not touching it. Hey, on our show, how's this for a lineup? We're going to Radio <laughs> Row, and we're going to be chatting, oh. with Ben Graham... We're going to be chatting with him. He's been to the Super Bowl. He's the first Australian to go to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah.
0: NFL expert. You'll hear him on Monday with, of course, Jared Whateley.
1: We're back Who everywhere.
0: Else? Hello, everyone who's just joined us. Can we start again, please, Mr Maestro? <laughs> Do <we need> to? <laughs> right around Western Australia on SEM, it's Scotty and Goss for breakfast. With Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. It's four past six plus three minutes. Seven past six. Make that eight past six. Hello, everyone. We're in the Toolkit Depot studio. Breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. Sorry for the delayed start, but we are actually on air and have been on air on various forms and various platforms. But when you're on 137 radio stations, very hard to keep everyone happy at the right time. But we are on, up and running. And John says, when I heard dead silence, I heard uh, on the app this morning, I thought Goss had gone on strike over the corn saga.
1: Well, that's taken another step. He's, he's thrown another barb. <laughs> yesterday, worry. he's had another crack. Oh. I know. I looked at it and went, I'm replying. No, I'm not. Stay out of it. I'm replying. Stay out of it.
0: Well, can I share you the small little tester we had this morning? So we, um, I, text, I texted Kane this morning oh. about, about some another issue because we're colleagues.
1: So, so is this a fake drama then? I think this is real, to be perfectly honest with you, but you're trying to pass it off as just a fake drama.
0: I said, you don't follow me on Twitter, and he said, because you said I'm on the B team. (laughs) And I said, thanks for listening.
1: (laughs) So he listens. Anyway. Good morning. Great pleasure, Corn. How are you? Can you stop it with the sticky tape, please, mate? There's no teeth on the (laughs) sticky tape. So you're aware of it? So stop. I'm trying to get a piece of sticky tape (laughs) so I can... Here, you, you tangled yourself up, like, no tomorrow. There's <laughs> <laughs> a metre and a half in my hand here that you, that you couldn't take off and you realise there's no teeth on the dispenser. Use your, te- use your own teeth. I, I got my things in <laughs> so they don't bite. I don't chew. i got my invisiline. line in. How, how much tape do you want? A very
0: small piece. I it was like dealing with a toddler. <laughs> Speaking of that, there. I haven't slept a wink. <laughs> Lola fell asleep in our bed and she was there all night. Grandpa, grandpa, I need water. Grandpa, I need to go to the toilet. Grandpa, I, to I say, need to...
1: big girl now. Go and do it yourself. Yeah, no, yeah. Anyway. Here you go. <laughs> oh, thanks very much. This is a small piece here. There's <laughs> another piece. You brush your teeth. It's not that it? hard. righty. Jeez. For those who don't. know, I'm just oh, thinking
0: that. Daycare thing. David Croft is going to join us. Oh, right here, The voice of Formula One. What ben Graham from Radio Row is going to join us, of course. Super Bowl Monday, 7.30 kickoff. off 6 o'clock we're on here.
1: A lot of similarities there with Radio Row and the pit walk before a uh, F1 race. Very, very similar. The people walking through Radio Row. It's the who's who. It's... Famous celebrities, actors, singers, everything going through Radio Row on uh, Super Bowl week. It's massive.
0: And Graham is there, and I'm sure he's going to pull in the big guests. And also,
1: Crofty's going to join because
0: Crofty's coming back to Perth later in the year. In fact, March, not too late. End of March after the Formula One Grand Prix over in Melbourne. So we're looking forward to seeing Crofty live in action. Keep listening to our show. And Mastermind is coming up before seven. Mark from Carlisle is going to join us.
1: No, from Carlisle. Yep. What's he... his topic?
0: Railway stakes winners. Oh, very that's right niche. up your alley. Very niche. Be interested to. Clever though. Clever. Pick your topic. He needs five to advance to mm. the to the uh, Saturday basket.
1: We cannot afford an error. That's what you're telling me. Cannot afford one error.
0: Yeah, and I hope he doesn't just finish on four out of five because I got
1: no (laughs) tiebreakers. How do you do a tiebreaker?
0: Just I I decide. (laughs) Dave from Bunbury. We'll we'll paper,
1: scissors, rock. If he gets four out of five, we'll paper, scissors, rock. Good
0: point. Now, yesterday we both had a... professional. um, (laughs)
1: Legit. Diary drama yesterday. Oh, yeah, we both stuffed up. You had to be (laughs) in uh, San Remo uh, by... Nine. Lovely spot. I had a meeting in the city at nine and neither of us dressed accordingly uh, in the morning when we got up in our days and got here.
0: Mm. So, so I, I went home. home. Yeah, went home to the GT and I had to shave, change shirt and drive to San Remo. Lovely spot. Some beautiful houses down there. Hot. If anyone's selling, Hot. hit me up.
1: <laughs> Hot.
0: Ah, uh, warm, yeah. And you wear yeah.
1: your sweat singlet? No, I didn't have time Such to put the... a rank the... thing when you think about
0: it. I didn't it. have time to put the sweater on. Oh, no. Uh, did that and then had to come back to the GT and do more shooting of the TV commercials. So I did two TV commercials yesterday.
1: Oh, so Good to be gonna, back on TV. I'm the conflicted king. with those again,
0: Yeah. Don't worry about that. It's
1: big too. Oh, uh, it's big. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, 26% of Perth, when surveyed, said they'd seen the ad, the last year's ad. That's, that's damn good. And I said to the Managing Director of it Channel 9. I was on 9,
1: every three minutes. I saw it. I turned my telly off.
0: I, I said to the Managing Director of Channel 9, I said, You,
1: you if probably you, need me.
0: If you got me back, imagine how good your news ratings would have been.
1: Uh, So who are you going to house? Tom Pav, or
0: Pav? Pav. Pav. Oh.
1: No, no. He's got to go. does <laughs> he? Just another washed up sports <laughs> <hate>. <laughs> No, he's doing he's a great doing job. doing media. Well, I saw Pav yesterday. We went down to uh, Fremantle. They had a open day for the media sort of come in and have a chat and is there anything that uh, you guys want from us? We're like, yes. And is there anything you know, we want from you guys? What is this? And it was just a really nice little hug down oh, there at, cool. uh, at Coburn. It's nice. I've yeah, gone but I was just been watching
0: my there boys before. trained after memories. <laughs> Everyone said to
1: me <laughs> <laughs> Everyone said to me, Where's your partner in crime? A couple people said Where's your offsider? Um I think you- and where's the big man? And I said, Oh, he's filming ads. He's filming ads down in San Remo. He's very excited about it. <laughs> I should have said, oh, He's just down at MRP, drops in every day. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Harley and I caught up with him. The- We'll catch up.
1: I was good. Go down there, at Frio, and uh, the um, forward to it. coaches were there, and the uh, senior players wandered on through. And well, the coach came, there at training. Coach was that's well, a good. It thing wasn't training, happening. mate. It was a, it was oh. training. It finished. Oh. So we were down well, in their in their lunch room. They wouldn't want you to watch training before. They put on lunch. They put on lunch. That was a win for me. That's a tick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Gallo spoke. And it was the
0: last time you'd been to uh, Coburn?
1: I don't think I've been. I'd never. I've never got off at North Lake Road or Amadale Road in my life ever. <laughs> Had to put in the sat nav. Big centre, big big centre. Good setup. Their
0: media, oh, there, media uh, Tanya Armstrong, long time mm. colleague of mine. Um, she lives north northern suburbs. She trains it. How good's that? She said, drops me right off out the front, and I'm there. It's a good setup down there. Tra- like the train, like yeah, I, with I, the people. Like, like no chance me, right?
1: <laughs> Not every day. You do it occasionally. Once in a while. I have
0: footy royalty. <laughs> twice I've done it, and I've caught the train twice.
1: And, have, and have you, you've caught the train twice into a, a venue. Have you Have you done the return trip both times?
0: No. No. I've back once. I think it
1: was with you. <laughs> yeah, I took you back once. He made me drop me off down Near the street bike. from your house. And as I was driving away, I saw you walk about 100 metres. Like, Where's he
0: going? I don't want people That's to know, you know, mate. It's not your business. Uh, <laughs> breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. 131255. And thank you to everyone who's texted to say we weren't on the app, but we are now. Zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six. And the person that didn't put us on the app is no longer working. With the network. Uh, morning, everyone. Yes, I did make San Remo my on time, and we're up and about. Hey, Scotty, today I'm really looking forward to our chat with Ben Graham. I'm looking forward to our chat with Crofty, oh, yeah. and Mark Duffield returns to the airwaves yes. next week. We cannot wait. We've been missing mornings with Mark Duffield. Duff was He's there yesterday? Had a great first year. Odd, oh, was he? Yeah,
1: most people were.
0: Did I he walk just... out of Gallo's office when we all when you all <laughs> the media were there?
1: No, he was just there in the back stalls with with all of us. Yeah, he's a good man. Everyone was there, but basically bar you. <laughs> it's quite noticeable.
0: Don't start, mate. I don't I can't be bothered with
1: it. I tell you it's a ripper. Josh Corbett, just a ripper. Yeah. Kelly Underwood was here. I was sitting there having a chat with Cal. Kel. Who? She, Kelly Underwood.
0: Kelly Underwood? Yeah. From Melbourne. Yeah. Was here.
1: Yeah. She made the trip. Oh, b- what? I'm telling you, I was talking to her. Well, I hope it was her. Otherwise, <laughs> I asked her all the wrong questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely Kelly. We're having a chat. She's over. She's over for a few days and joined the beach and the weather. And thought she'd pop in. Kelly she, Underwood. Yes, not Kate, Kath Lockman. No, <laughs> Kelly Underwood. Great chick. And We're having a chat. Josh Corbett just walked straight up. and go, hey, guys. How you going? And I think he knows Kelly from uh, you know Gold Coast. Station obviously you know covers all their the, their games and that sort of stuff. And um, just a ripping bloke. Twenty six or something, he's had a hip replacement. And uh, he said he's down there in the Coburn Aquatic Centre there doing aqua aerobics with all the 70 and 80-year-olds. <laughs> and they say, oh, what are you doing here? I'm rehabbing. And they, what have you done? I've had a hip replacement. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have to. <laughs> They're 80. Just a terrific fella.
0: Oh, very good. Uh, uh, look, don't forget, on this day, is just around the corner as well, Friday, the ninth day of... February.
1: <laughs> John, good text here. And this, ooh, we might get this up. You know, you've got a lot of celebrity boxing matches and grudge matches and people who've had words with each other. This is something for you and Corn. Have you ever seen power slap competition? Now, I would go on the record and say it is the most stupid sport, not a sport, the most stupid violent event you could ever do. Have you Exp- seen the power slap? I
0: have seen it. Can you explain You stand, to,
1: you stand face-to-face with someone and you both get a go. Um, you know, you go first, open hand, slap across the head and as hard as you can possibly, it's violent and stupid and ridiculous, but it happens, Dana White does it. So maybe you and Corn can have a power and slap does, uh,
0: Why we? Why do? Why does everyone revert to a violent resolution?
1: There's no need. Well, for Well, money. well, you know, it's you two. You're not going to. You're not going to agree. Like you have an opinion and and you don't change it, and Corn has an opinion and he won't change it. So I think it's the only way. It's the only <laughs> avenue we can go down. When I mean, it's not going to be a battle of the minds, is it? To be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, oh I just got a head tilt everyone <laughs> i just got a head tilt Everybody's, he didn't need to say the words but he he looked at me and went really um yeah so you know if, if words you know use your words tim use your words kane and it's not working i think power slap Oh, god what a stupid thing to do that is have you seen it yeah, and it's abuse, and it's oh, horrendous. it's just ridiculous. Yeah, well,
0: please don't. If you've got kids, make sure if it comes pops up on their socials, don't let them look at it. Thirteen twelve fifty five zero four eight seven seven three six seven three. Responsible,
1: like six. responsible like that today. I'm
0: man. taking on a new.
1: No, you're not. You're, not. you're a zebra. You're not changing your stripes. <laughs> <laughs> I just throw myself under the bus. I'm really interested to see the change in (laughs) Ross Lyon. It's a hard one. When you're such a competitive beast, Like the old zebra doesn't change his stripes, (laughs) does he? Leopard doesn't change his spots. It's the same thing. It means the same thing. I started a new one. People are using it everywhere now. Zebra doesn't change his... He doesn't. He doesn't. (laughs) Can I just mention one
0: thing? This is a self-indulgent is this going to come across. For the first, I reckon second or maybe third time in the history of doing breakfast radio, so 25, 30 years, for those who don't know, been around a while, I um, listened back to our show on the podcast last night. up yep. to bed, right? And Lola was fidgeting and carrying on anyway.
1: Um, Should have played it to her. She would have <laughs> slept in a flash. <laughs> Dropped straight off.
0: <laughs> it made me chuckle some of the stuff that came out of your mouth. Like you actually, you actually, you idea? don't try to be funny. It's just a natural. Right. Right.
1: Um, your lack of knowledge. There <laughs> it is. There it is. It was always going It's like, I love you, but. <laughs> your lack of it's knowledge on sport well. is scary.
0: And your lack of research is even worse. But gee, you made me laugh last night.
1: Well, that's half the battle. You laugh <laughs> yeah. Are you laughing at my lack of research?
0: A bit of both. But your little one-liners and chuckles, I think that's what the audience love about you. Our audience doesn't seem to be growing. It seems to be the same people. <laughs> You've got to be special. There's Jason Cavallaro walking past. You're going to get us on a seven-second delay on his podcast, I reckon, as he walks past there. Um, but what I did notice is one thing, and I'm going to try something really new today. Scotty? Yep, no, I'm listening. I'm going to slow down.
1: Oh, awesome. <laughs> awesome. You're going to slow down. So there's going to be more awkward silences. Oh. Just going to
0: just pull back a little bit.
1: No, you're not. You're a zebra.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to get more from you.
1: See what you can bring to well, the You probably should have warned me of that. Because I told you, I woke up this morning, I walked out where, geez, the moon's bright and took me 10 seconds to realise it was a street light. So I'm not sure you're going to get the best out of me today. And that's something you need warning. Let's start Let's start this plan on Tuesday.
0: Okay, but you, the funny part is... Nope. You told me about walking out and seeing that light. Now, you know the great story of me falling asleep on the plane, flying back from commentating the game of footy. And I woke up and I looked out and I looked and I looked... And I, and I genuinely looked for about two or three minutes, and I've never done it before. I hit the call button, and I called the flight attendant. Came up and I said, "What the heck is that out there? Like oh, some yeah. sort of like, like um, uh, UFO or something?" Yeah. And they said, "That's the end of the wing." <laughs> the
1: wing. Thanks for thanks for calling us over for that. <laughs>
0: it was the red light. What the
1: hell is that? It was the red light. It's on... been following us for a long <laughs> yes, time. Yes,
0: I was concerned. Must <laughs> have no. well, had a bad dream. Let's get a breakaway. Oh, no, that's exactly. Thank you on delay there by 25 seconds, but uh, that was pretty good. Cool. i having a little drink on the way home after fair game. <laughs> Clearly. 0487736736. Text us if you can. Uh, let us know. Don't forget, still to come on this day just around the corner, we'll, we'll remember we've got a sports update today. Mastermind Mark from Carlisle is going to join us after 7 o'clock. David Croft, F1 commentator, the voice of Formula 1, going to join us. Mark Duffield will just drop in and let us know that he's returning Tuesday week. Week?
1: Oh, man, we seem to be pumping this up a fair bit. Next week, isn't it?
0: It's next Next week,
1: isn't it? Next week. Come on, you can't have any more time. Typo. 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 No, no, mistake. Yeah. And Ben Graham will be joining us. (laughs) Don't play that down, mate. That's a complete mistake.
0: (laughs) Birthdays, events and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. It is on this day and we do it of course for Baron I Day because the little things are everything. Carol right. King was born on this day. I feel the
2: earth move on the feet. I feel the sky tumbling down.
1: I feel my heart. That's Carol King with an, A. With an E. Mm. We'll
0: feel the earth move. Joe Pesci! Oh yes. You're a funny guy. I'm
1: funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to amuse you. What do you mean, funny? Funny how? How am I funny? Do you know how you tell the story? What? No, no, I don't know. You said it. How do I know? You said I'm funny. Tell me. Tell me what's funny.
0: Tell me, Devade. I was about to get whacked. <laughs>
1: Good fellas. He's a beauty joke, Pitch. He's played so many different roles too, hasn't he? Like just, he'd been being, you know, the little funny man. He, oh, it's a lethal weapon. I don't know why I'm talking to you about this. Darren Hinch is on Celebrating a Birthday Today. Next on Hinch. Let me tell you something, you putrid pile of pigeon droppings. <laughs> well, <that's it. laughs> I'm, I'm sick to death of people
0: like you making a growth industry out of impersonating me. Hinch versus Hunch. Here it is.
1: You'll see it right here. Born on this oh, day in New Zealand in yeah. 1944. Got to work with him. I was very surprised by him. Terrific fella. Really good bloke.
0: Worked with
1: him at RW? Tri- sur- yeah, I was really surprised. <laughs> he was a great bloke. Australian singer and record company executive
0: John Blanchfield is 78 today. Well, Ah, So that's uh, one of his. Um, what's the name of his band? Ever band? Or was he just singer? Must have been a solo singer because that's one of his songs he had in the sixties, of course. And during the eighties, he managed Mondo Rock. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Charles Shaughnessy is celebrating a birthday today. Sixty nine. He was in the TV show, the TV sitcom, The Nanny.
2: She was walking in a bridal shop in Flushing Queens till her boyfriend kicked her out in one of those crushing Mr <laughs> Sheffield.
1: Oh. Is it gives oh, as, much oh, as it waking up to that. It was it, was he Mr. Sheffield. Yes.
0: No. He certainly was. Hey, Gina Reinhardt's birthday today. She's 69 today. And Glenn McGrath, the pigeon is 54.
1: In the air and that's the end of that. Oh boy. And Glenn McGrath has got him caught at mid it's a wonderful performance uh, by Glenn McGrath. I should think that uh, that ball will end up on his mantelpiece. Eight for twenty-four. Went home yesterday and found a couple of uh, young fellas in um, McGrath Foundation shirts knocking on my the door. They're doing door knocking now.
0: Good on them. And you would have uh, tapped.
1: 100? I, I did say, listen. Um, I met Glenn once, and it didn't go well. Oh. Off oh. your trot. Yeah, I think I'm one person. Oh, boy. I have a good experience with Glenn McGrath.
0: But that doesn't mean you can't donate to breast cancer. No, not him. I'll find another avenue. Wow. Breast Cancer
1: Network, Australia.
0: Socials, if you're listening. Boys, don't put that up on the podcast. <laughs> Cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> okay,
1: oh, i know. Yeah, what I know. I,
0: mate, <laughs> I take no all care and no responsibility. Hello, my name is Tim Gossage and I like Glenn McGrath. Dane Zorko, 35. Hipwood. It's <laughs> Stay couldn't. Zorko. He curls one back for another goal. Uh, Dane Zorko, of course, uh, the uh, All-Australian, of course, in 2017, captain of Brisbane. He played his 250th game in the grand final against Collingwood. you remember that. Davis Cup tennis was created on this day in 1900. The Beatles uh, appeared on the 1900? Yep. Oh, wow. It's lost its, lost its way since
1: then. You, how big was it in those 80s?
0: Early 90s, maybe? Cash and Rafter days.
1: Oh. And Wally Mazur. Oh, it was and, and Roach. Yeah. All those guys. That was get up late sort of stuff or wake up early to what sort of it's stuff. It's
0: like America's Cup. They just lose their way after a while they? and they try and just lose America's
1: a... Cup now. Have you ever seen any of that? Nah. No. it's ridiculous. Oh, they catamarans. like big catamaran. oh, UFO boats. They're just barely in the water. Hey, we're running cr- ah. incredibly late. I've got to be
0: uh, careful with Tom because we've got some major guests coming up. Crofty's going to join us and so too Ben Graham as well. Uh, Friday, March 9, if you're celebrating a birthday, please enjoy your day. Stay cool out there. Thanks to Bow a Day. Don't miss out on the little moments because the little Things are everything, and on this day, Brian Connolly passed away. He was the lead singer of Sweet, he was 51 in 1997. This is Scotty yeah, yeah. and Goss. 25 away from 7, heading for a top of 41 degrees today. Currently 23.3, 41 tomorrow, 37 on Sunday. Coming up after 7 o'clock, David Croft, F1 commentator. You'd recognise him for his famous way that he starts the motor, uh, the Grand Prix with this.
2: It's lights out and away we go. Bottas got away well. Verstappen comes over to cover him and does cover off the Mercedes. He's coming
0: to Perth and we'll be chatting with him. And after 7.30, Ben Graham, he's on Radio Row. It is, of course, Super Bowl Monday on air from 6 o'clock with Jared Waitley and Larry Fitzgerald. Kickoff is seven thirty, so we'll be watching and listening to that one. In the meantime, let's do this. Breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and Land Pride attachments. Chris Clifounas. Good morning.
3: Good morning, uh, Mark Duffield. Next. Tuesday. Oh, you want an on-air? Apology, I would like does. an on-air apology. I think I got absolutely slammed about ten minutes ago. Go on. You said you're changing. And you said
1: you're doing new things. Went to the break
0: oh wait, it does say next Tuesday. So yeah, was, I did. I did make an error. Jumped the gun a little I was bit. A little bit thrown out by the lack of preparation by somebody else. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no on this day
0: sheet. You may have seen that. Worst giver of apologies ever. I was going to like, say, a, how's he going to twist this? Just a horrible... like being on air at 6:04 using my best lines at 6:04 to 6:08 and then have to restart. The show, but go ahead. It does they say
1: were... mornings return Tuesday next week. Mm. He's the worst apology giver in the world.
0: <laughs> I'm actually not. I'm actually not. I'm actually. You know what? I know how to apologise. I know how to olive branch, and I know how to draw a line in the sand. I just wish other people would
1: <laughs> just really, really do it.
0: Don't have to you when know, you don't <laughs>
1: <laughs> there it is. He's, he's so keen on this line that he's trying to get the words out quick when enough. You're not wrong. <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs>
3: there it is. Uh, what do you got, brother? An SKG Radiology injury update, an injury report. You mentioned our man Josh Corbett yesterday. Yeah. Still looking okay. Like, oh, he's so up and about. Is, he's is. one of the most bubbly blokes I've ever met. Such a nice bloke. Yeah. He's going
0: to dominate for Peel this
3: year. He's going to be really good for Peel and hopefully for Frio when he runs out there as well.
1: Horrible. How many forwards do they need? Yeah. <laughs> don't kick goals. Oh. Oh, they don't kick goals, mate. They—they're going to. They—they've they've oh, found yeah. their—they found their mojo last year. Their forward line, and I reckon it's exciting times. Jai's
3: going to kick sixty or seventy this year. Lock it yeah, in.
1: Josh yeah. Tracy's going to terrorise people, and he'll hit the scoreboard too. Yeah. Sturt down you know, there. Luke Jackson needs to have a blinder. Anyway,
3: yeah.
1: Don't let don't let the cheerleader for the other team.
3: No dampening his bru- spirits, mate. the the Dockers. Yeah. Nah, nah,
1: nah. Um
3: also spoke very quickly to Jagger O'Meara, who's uh, coming back from his calf injury at the moment. He's looking, uh, he's looking good. He's going to be a good be, bloke. Yeah, oh, mate. And handsome. Boy, yeah, oh boy. <laughs> uh, that is KG Radiology <laughs> Injury Report. Bulk billing, Medicare, rebatable imaging services. Uh, speaking of players were, who might were, be...
1: Yeah, for the wrong reasons yesterday.
3: Under the weather, Mitch Marsh, testing positive for COVID. The T20's on today. Uh, if you didn't know, yeah. uh, he'll still be out in the field, but he has to be very, very separate from all the teammates and oh, yeah, got and his own so you, separate dressing yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So watch out for that. And A load of, uh, of rubbish. <laughs> continuing uh, some cricket chat, Australia scrambled to a one-wicket win with five balls to spare in the Under-19 World Cup semi-final against Pakistan. They're meeting India in the final on Sunday.
1: Beauty. Get around oh, us. Which is good. Thank you to those who are texting. SCNWA's down yeah.
0: Yes, we're being told. But anyway, we'll just okay. keep on. No. We're up on most of the other uh, services. So uh, it must be... It might be the heat. It might might be the heat. The bloke peddling might just be very... <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: rats have, the rats have worn out. Oh, yeah.
0: Our cat had a, a mouse in its... Uh,
1: uh, know, it's called the food chain.
0: Uh, in a, yeah, had a, had a mouse in its mouth last night. Well done. And it was trying to let us Good know cat. that it had it in its mouth. And I was sort of oh, going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> anyway, oh, we woke Brady up to go <laughs> <laughs> and get the cat in So this
1: big fella? I'm not touching. You <laughs> well, get the tradie. He, he's, he's used to this sort of stuff. Yeah, well, he sees him in the roof all the time and stuff. Yeah. And I
0: said, I'm not touching. I'm not touching no. I
1: wouldn't touch the cat again either. <laughs> no. Oh, that's that's gross.
0: <laughs> uh, not too far away, Mark from Carlisle is going to join us because we have got, of course, up for grabs, mastermind. <laughs> his chosen topic.
1: Excuse me, me, chills.
0: The chosen topic is the railway stakes. He's a racing man, clearly.
1: Yes, yes. Is he? Yes. You'd hope so.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that's his chosen topic.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, could win a family pass to the Wildcats, their last home game of the season.
0: Five o'clock. If you can't be there, of course, oh, listen oh. to myself and Andrew Vlahovsky.
1: Can I you? go there and listen to you?
0: Uh, no. Well, you can, oh. but you, you just got to of... sit close to Goss.
1: abs down. I'm up in the bleachers.
0: It's about 20 seconds out. How are that far back?
1: Oh, I'm in the bleachers, yeah.
3: With
0: Mark when he wins,
3: if he
1: with, wins, or beach. Dave from Bunbury. It's not.
0: What you know? It's (laughs) I want
1: to be part of the Red Army. (laughs) You wouldn't look good in red. No, I don't. I don't. (laughs) Listen, I don't wear red. And if if you ever saw an EJ Witten game, you'll understand why. It's (laughs) no. Jeez, I lobbied for. I played about ten of them. I lobbied so hard to put us in a darker colour. I don't wear red. Yeah. But you're part of the Red Army.
3: That photo went viral. Hardcore.
1: Oh, you, was, it, was it Campbell uh, Brown who uh, was chasing you? Couldn't chase Couldn't get me down even when I'm stuffing a ring.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to break away and come back. Uh, Mastermind just around the corner. After 7 o'clock, Crofty, Formula One guru. We're looking forward to chatting with him live. And after 7.30, <laughs> we are going to Radio Row. And we'll be joined by, of course, Ben Graham, head of Super Bowl 58. And Mark Duffield, who's back on air on
1: Tuesday. John reckons Glenn McGrath's had the station shut down. <laughs> <laughs> sort of something he'd do.
0: Dave from Bunbury sits on four out of five. He's planning to drive up to Perth tomorrow to watch the Wildcats take on Cairns at five. Mm-hmm. But There's
1: one man standing in his way. And that is? Mark from Carlisle. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, boys. How are we? Uh, well, mate, we're going strong. Well, we're a little bit sloppy today, to be perfectly honest with you, but we're <laughs> doing our best. <laughs> <laughs> Good to hear that you got out of your comfort zone yesterday, Scotty. You went down to Coburn. Yeah, I did. Uh <laughs> Oh, really? I did. It was interesting. I'm glad I went. It was great to be down there. Have you
0: ever been to San Remo, Mark? <laughs> San Remo? Is that down Manduray? Correct. Near Medora Bay. Yeah, been
1: there. This <laughs> <laughs> is very matter-of-fact.
0: Now, you've chosen an interesting topic to try and win the family pass to the Perth Wildcats tomorrow against Cairns. You've chosen Railway Stakes.
4: Yeah, I have. Yeah.
5: I have. I like the railway stakes. It's my favourite race of the year. Okay. In Perth, that is.
0: You got racing in your blood?
5: Oh yeah, I have. I have. I wanted to be a jockey, but uh, gosh, I was too fat.
1: <laughs> found that make it happen, but it wasn't a height <laughs> issue. You didn't grow. It was, uh, you went what sideways? the height's okay. Okay. You
5: know, the height's okay,
1: mm.
5: okay. So, you know, the height's okay but um,
1: not the weight wise. Okay.
0: You wouldn't like him then, because he's only a little fella.
1: Yeah, interesting. Uh, are you over five foot eight, Mark? Five foot eight and no, I haven't got that, so I'm still hoping to get there. No, right. But uh, in my
3: fifties I think I can give
1: up. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. Well I'm sorry, but I have to go for Dave from Bunbury, really. I'm sure he's over five eight.
0: Question number
1: one. Right, he good. probably is. Good luck, Mark. Good luck.
0: Question number one. Thank you. Lucky Grey won two railway stakes in twenty eleven. Have a listen. Lords Ransom's got
4: right up near the fence in the straight mega steel joined by West River Don.
0: Which horse crossed the line first? He's remarkable.
1: He's remarkable. The Kiwi though. He's starting to fly on the outside. He's remarkable. Sent to the lead by McAvoy. He gapped them. Races away. Lucky Grey giving chase. He's finishing brilliantly. He's remarkable. Lucky Grey flying, but he's remarkable. The New Zealander wins the. Ah,
5: Nice work. Very, very happy, very happy, because
1: i backed lucky guy, and we got up on the protest.
0: You got up in a protest, yes. He's remarkable, relegated to oh, second.
1: You get a bonus point for extra info. That's
0: very good. And Roger James, I was emceeing that day, and Roger James, the Kiwi trainer, went absolutely cocoa bananas at Perth Racing and said, I'll never come back again. Oh, okay. Correct is your answer. It was he's remarkable,
1: well, you keep in mind, if this is for all, you keep in mind that um, I gave extra information there as well when it comes to the tiebreaker.
0: My biggest issue is I've only got four questions in front of me. Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Oh, mate, on. seriously. No, no, hang on. What is wrong with you? I did have five questions. <laughs> I've still got five. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. since not being transferred. Seriously, the work out in that office today is really grinding my gears. Oh, you
1: got it. Next question. Be careful. You'll have to give
0: another on-air apology. No, no, he won't be working there. All right, question two. What was so different about the running of the 2003 railway stakes?
5: Uh, they run it at Belmont. Because of the locusts, I think were coming through.
1: Oh, see, these extra information is extraordinary. There's a reason for it too. Oh, what oh. locusts in Ascot? But they didn't. They couldn't be bothered. Yeah, we had
5: the, we had the locust plague, and the, the track with Ascot was well, it was wrecked. And I think Hard Rider won it. Jason Whiting. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. You haven't got that written down here. <laughs> wow. Oh, this spot's good. So wow. Dave's just gone. He's Dave's ringing the boss now saying, oh, I reckon we're going to the basketball. <laughs> oh, this place's good. Question number three.
0: How many railway yeah. stakes has William Pike won? Five. <laughs> Question number four. To draw level. This
1: place I'll be real surprised if you don't have a serious gambling problem, Mike.
0: This is boutique. <laughs> this is seriously boutique. Yeah.
1: This is He knows too much to not be <laughs> have a real problem.
0: Who rode northerly to win the 2000 oh. Railway Stakes? Back. Uh, Danny Miller. <laughs> That's
1: <is> extraordinary. <laughs> Definitely got a problem, this one. <laughs> For the win. For the win. Family
0: pass, Wildcats valued at $6,000.
2: No. Sure.
0: <laughs> Without fault. With, <laughs> they yeah. good seats. Yeah, you get flights. <laughs> flights from Carlisle. Chopper riding? Right no food included. at uh, Vic, Vic Park station. The train still goes to Vic Park. <laughs> Which <laughs> railway stakes winner is racing in the CFO stakes tomorrow?
1: The Butler. Oh, bang. That's an extraordinary performance. <laughs> It's an extraordinary performance. You went, you went back to 2000. Well, he's old. Yeah, he's, yeah. he declared he's declared 50. 2003, 2011.
0: Hey, geez, extraordinary stuff, Mark. Yeah, well done, Mark, from Carlisle. Hey, lots of people saying you sound like a little fella. <laughs> I, thought yeah, this prink, I, I thought this prick was overweight. Oh, that
1: was me. Oh, that was,
0: that was I thought
1: this just pricks over white. Yeah. I my out here. <laughs> Jack Kyle's first, first opinion of me.
0: Hey, Mark, congratulations. You're off to the basketball tomorrow. And thank you for playing Mastermind. And that is exactly how the segment works. He chose a subject, focused in hard, yeah. and produced the goods. A 100% performance. Hey, Mark, congratulations, legend.
5: Thank you very much.
0: All righty, morning. And I reckon uh, we should get Mark from Carlisle on. Adam guy, who's uh, joining the production team, he (laughs) reckons we should get Mark from Carlisle on for a weekly horse racing segment. He knows so much.
1: Mm, Yeah. Mm,
0: That won't be happening. But anyway, after 7 o'clock, we are getting Mark Duffield on. because I'm so excited about Duff coming back. Yeah. Can't can't wait to see him. Uh, And we will also be chatting with Crofty out of the 7 o'clock news, the voice of (laughs) Formula 1. And Ben Graham from Radio Row in the States. Super Bowl is on Monday.
1: This gent is putting the master in mastermind. Wow.
0: Yes, Scotty Scotty from Bayswater. (laughs) How good's that? That was excellent. That's how it works, everybody. So if you want to nominate your chosen subject, that's how you do it. He focused in on railway stakes, 0487736736. Mark and the family, from Carlisle to RAC Arena, we'll see them the hoops, the Wildcats, at 5 o'clock.
2: Tearing up the cotton, building up the heat. Here we come. Oh no. Here we come. Oh
3: no. Here we come. Yeah,
1: worthwhile
0: cats are on the Hope you're enjoying our Friday show. 24 degrees heading for a top of 41. 41 tomorrow. Please, please, please stay cool, everybody. Morning Legends Dave from Bunbury deserves a prize as well. His
1: I, performance was great. Yeah, well, we agree. We absolutely agree, Jason, but we don't accept mediocrity on this show. You come second,
0: you come second. Silver medal. Put Actually,
1: we don't accept mediocrity from our listeners. <laughs> we deliver it.
0: <laughs> Jason did fine. say marks at champion stakes. Yeah, it was freakish performance. That's how you play it. 487 736 736. Breakfast is powered by Kubota take on any job in Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. Can't wait for our guest after the 7 o'clock news.
1: It's going to be massive. We've we'll got Ben Graham, David Croft. and going to be sensational. And Duff's back next
0: Tuesday as well. Can't wait to chat with Duff and see how he's going. he back. Next Tuesday. Thanks for your company today. News is next and then Crofty, the F1 voice. <sighs> Uh, pumped to have our next guest on because we spoke to him Love last him. year ahead of the Australian Formula 1 Grand Prix and the Formula 1 season is certainly taking on a new look with some major changes, some uh, uh, changing teams, a bit of drama around both teams, uh, lots of teams, but a man at the cold face of it is David Croft. We know him as Crofty. He's coming to Perth as he did last year at yep. All Saints College, Monday March 25, Tuesday March 26, which is my dad's birthday, and may I say well, you he's take, coming again.
1: Take pop and Goss. Uh,
0: No, anything that starts after seven o'clock, he's done. Uh, <laughs> Crofty, welcome to Perth, so to speak. Good morning.
2: G'day boys, how's it
0: going? Yeah, really, really good. Hey, I enjoyed last year's show. I was lucky enough to go uh, and I got pumped to the front row, which was absolutely brilliant. Um, and uh, loved every minute of it. It's not to be oh. missed. Two pumped-up nights, packed crowds they loved. Did it. you walk out with merch? I did. P- fully paid for. Just so you know, Crofty, I sent you the invoice. Um,
1: <laughs> didn't quite get a return uh, return check, but... No, must have gone to his junk mail. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all right. That's hey, so but
0: Crofty, you, you're coming back again. I'll
2: tell you what. Yeah, I'll tell you what. If you come back to the show again, I promise to sell you another t shirt <laughs> yeah. exactly the same price. And, and I might even... Sign this one for oh, you. How's that?
1: I'm kind. <laughs> hey, Crofty, As <laughs> as always, there's um you know F one in the news. Obviously, driver changes. Lewis Hamilton leading that one. It's there's always something intriguing, something interesting going on in F one.
2: Absolutely, Scotty. And, and and that's the whole pre- premise of the show, really. It's um, something Martin Brundle told me many, many, many years ago, uh, back in 2006, that in Formula One, there's always something to talk about. It never gets dull. There's always new stories. And just when we thought, where are the new stories going to be this season? Lewis Hamilton signs for Ferrari, which I don't know about you two, but I think is just brilliant news. Mm. I really do. It's, um, I've, I've actually spent some time with Lewis today. We were doing some filming uh, for Sky, and he was in a really positive frame of mind and, and thoroughly looking forward to this season. His last with Mercedes, wanting to go out on a high, uh, and then what comes after that comes after that. But I, I just think a new challenge at this stage of his career – it can only be a positive for mm. Lewis. He's not leaving a winning team. He might be going to a winning team. We don't know. But he's going to a team that I think he's always wanted to drive for. And he's always had earmarked on his dance card that I'll tick this off one day. The, the lure of the scarlet red uh, Ferrari is, is 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 the pull for every driver. And we get what a knight of the realm going off to ride his prancing horse. What better than that?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, very true. This is beautifully put. Does he get... Does he get sort of not the preferential? Does he become driver number two at Mercedes this year? I mean, that sounds like a ludicrous thing to say, but um, with him leaving, do they sort of get the irrits with him a little bit?
2: Old, say,
0: old tires, slow pit stops, <laughs> not enough fuel. Sorry, couldn't He's get, get the jack have a Really <laughs> tough
2: time. Now I I don't think so. Um, if look, if you're if you're Toto Wolff and Mercedes, you're not going to give preferential treatment to George Russell just because he's hanging around. Yeah. You're going to give both drivers equal chance to go and tackle Red Bull and Ferrari and whoever week after week. You want to maximise your chances. Now what will happen is in the background Lewis won't be involved in conversations about the 2025 car and the team going forward, but he will be on a daily basis thoroughly in the loop when it comes to 2024 and what's going on there. What's the point in having a seven-time world champion if you're not going to use him Mm. to to his best potential? And Mercedes want the best uh, out of Lewis and for Lewis as well. There's no malice. On Mercedes' side, they understand the situation. There's no malice on Lewis's side. You know, he knows that that team has given him some brilliant moments down the years. And, you know, I, I think both sides will be very keen to end on as big a high as they possibly can when we get to Abu Dhabi in December. The Crofty show is coming back to
0: Perth. it is in march march 25 26 at the All Saints College Center for Performing Arts. if you're going to get a ticket, let me tell you it was packed you could not find a seat uh, last year when I was there. but Crofty, I've got to take you to task great man and I've been waiting for this opportunity just to relive oh. the moment. you were in well, a w- you were in WA <laughs> and Ricardo didn't have a seat. And it was a huge topic of discussion. And I and I stand corrected on this, Crofty, and you can put me back in my place. But I'm sure you said to the audience you didn't think Daniel would return to Formula One.
2: Yeah, and I didn't at that stage. And and quite frankly, I didn't hear any objections from the front row on that one as well. (laughs) Uh, Maybe you were putting your T-shirt on and your voice was a bit muffled. He was uh, in the line for (laughs) merch. Exactly. Maybe it had gone seven o'clock and you you had to go to sleep. I don't know. Um, But nobody at that stage thought Daniel Ricciardo was coming back, and probably not even Daniel Ricciardo Mm. himself. It was long
1: odds on drifting, uh, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, Nick DeVries, it just didn't work out for him. Red Bull made that that ruthless change and and brought Ricardo back into the fold. Now, I've got to say, it it, it was a bit of a stuttered start for 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 Daniel. You know, he had that injury uh, that forced him away from the track, but he came back from that injury. I think, uh, raring to go and and really up for this season. And I think it was only right that he was given a contract for this season after what had happened last year and and the fact that he didn't fully get a chance to show his potential. And yeah, maybe he lucked into a better car when he came back for the second time uh, than when he did for the first. But it was a bit of a Lazarus-style kind of revival uh, from Daniel. And having been given that chance, he will do everything in his power to try and take it one step further. And I'm not saying for a start that he's, he's going to definitely get a Red Bull seat in the future. He'll be racing for for Team RB or whatever they're going to call themselves uh, for, for next year. And I think he'll be glad to do it. But if Sergio Perez has a bad year, and a bad year, by the way, is, is not finishing second to his teammate Max Verstappen. Mm. If Sergio doesn't produce the goods, Daniel is right in the frame for a drive for Red Bull for the future. And I say that now in the knowledge that Lewis has sorted out his future. Charles Leclerc has sorted out his future. Long-term contract with Ferrari. Lando Norris, long-term contract with McLaren. You know, the, 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 the drivers that could possibly be Max Verstappen's teammate are still there, but there's not as many of them. And I don't think Carlos Sainz will be the answer, going back to the Toro Rosso days, They didn't exactly see eye to eye at all times, the Verstappens and the Sciences there. And I think, you know, putting them back together again is not the best idea. So look, this this is a big year for Daniel. If he gets it right on the track, who knows what could happen? Now,
0: Crofty, uh, the voice of Formula One, David Croft, is our guest. Of course, as I said, coming back to Perth, March 25, 26, All Saints College uh, Centre for Performing Arts. If you're a Formula One nut or you just know Crofty's voice from the Formula One, you've got to get there and see him perform. Open slather, questions, answers, the whole lot, and a huge crowd interaction. Hey, Crofty, may I make mention then, you talked about the Red Bull possibility for Daniel and, and all the cards have to fall that way. Maybe the cards will be interesting in 24 hours time or 48 hours time, because there's a bit going on at Red Bull with Christian Horner and it uh, takes place in the next 24 hours.
2: Yeah. um, From what we're led to believe, there'll be a meeting at Red Bull uh, Friday uh, here in the, in the UK in Milton Keynes. Uh, There's an internal investigation uh, into the allegations that have been made. I, I don't know the full extent of the allegations. Nobody from the outside knows the full extent of their uh, the allegations but they're serious enough that barristers are uh, conducting an internal investigation i would imagine red bull will be very keen to to solve solve's probably not the right word actually to 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 find a resolution to whatever has happened before they launch their car uh, next thursday in the uk but we wait to see uh, what's going to happen on that one um and it's it's yet another you know, story that has, has, has dominated the headlines in, in the last few days, and you know this one of a more unsavory nature, um, and and one that that nobody saw coming either. Christian Horner has been, in terms of of, of the sporting um, the sporting achievements, uh, a marvellous mm. team principal for Red Bull and has brought huge success to the team. But if if the conduct is not befitting. You know, a man of his position. I'm sure Red Bull will deal with it and we wait to see what what they will do in terms of that after an investigation You know, has been carried out and, and, and due process has been followed on that one. Any more than that, I, I have no idea, but it would be seismic, wouldn't it? Um, in terms of the Formula One world if Red Bull were to have what would only be their second team principal in their history.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a fascinating watch, that's for sure. On the track, Crofty, uh, we expect Red Bull to be strong, Ferrari to be strong. Are there any ones that, any others that are going to be well, rising up the ranks and, and possibly causing some uh, upsets this year? You'd like to think so,
2: wouldn't you? Yes. Um, it's the third year of these regulations. Teams have a much greater understanding now of, of the new regulations in Formula One. The team that, that I'm keeping a, a, a big watch on is McLaren for Ooh. this year. And I think... Look, if you look at the way McLaren started last year and ended last year, what a, what a rise that was. You know, it was like... Um, like an Aussie batsman uh, going into a, a one-day international, knowing full well that the team are about to lose and then, and then hitting sort of 150 not out and, you know, barely standing by the end of it and Glenn Maxwell doing his thing. <laughs> it, it was... It, sure, it, right it, it was one of those... It, <laughs> but it was that sort of analogy. Yeah. You know, Maxwell yeah. came to the crease and it was all over. After three races, McLaren were rock bottom of the Constructors' Championship last year. By the end of it, they were the nearest challengers on a race-by-race basis, to Red Bull. Now, if they continue to develop in the way that they did last year, there, there, there should be no doubting that they'll be right up there again. They have Lando Norris with a new long-term contract, so safe and secure for his future. Um, and they have Oscar Piastri, who, who I really believe is the real deal. You know, and, and anyone who was on the front row in last year's show will have heard me say that as well. This This kid is good. This kid is very very good and in his second year the potential of, of that partnership is is so intriguing. He goes back to circuits that he raced on for the first time in the knowledge now that he knows what to do in an F1 car on those circuits. He won a race last year it was a sprint race. Mm. He was on you know the, uh, the the pole position for a sprint race and he gave Lando a real run for his money. And let's hope he does it again, because that will bring the best out of Lando, bring the best out of Oscar, and bring the best out of McLaren. And and I cannot wait to see how that battle goes.
0: All right, last couple before he lets you go. Crofty is our guest, the voice of Formula One. The Crofty Show returning to Perth, late March, All Saints College Centre of Performing Arts. Get a ticket. I'm telling you now, you will not be disappointed. It is absolutely brilliant. And I did buy a T-shirt. I think it was lights out and away we go, I think I bought. Good uh, man. Which, which, this, <laughs> which this rings a bell
2: lights out and away we go. Bottas got away well. Verstappen comes over the cover.
0: Just a little uh, taster there. Yeah, uh, it's hey, so good. It's now, so good. Now the grid walk. I want to know something. As a host yeah. broadcaster of the grid walk and Captain Grumpy doing his thing, right? Uh, which who I we absolutely love Martin Brundle. Should there not be a rule that. That's a F- Yeah, that's he's, a bit hard. he's that's such ingrumpy. a miserable sod. No, but you're kidding. Nah, he's a miserable sod, <laughs> but gee, he's knowledgeable. He's got to deal with so many tools in the pit walk. This is and- what my point is to Crofty. Crofty, if you are invited to walk the grid before a race, surely there's got to be something where. Their minders can nick off, yeah. especially the supermodels who no one would give a They're stand. Who's going to attack them on pit walk anyway? No would give a stuff if they stood up in your porridge about them. Surely it's his workplace. They're in his work zone. And if he wants to talk to them, if you don't want to talk, don't come on the grid. That's what I said. Surely well, there's got to be some sort of consultation yeah. between the broadcasters and the F1. They officers.
1: say, here's a photo of Martin Brundle. If this man gets anywhere yeah. near you, you stop and you say,
2: yes, sir, and you talk. Correct. Absolutely. It's it's Formula One royalty and we should all respect that one. Yep. To be to be fair, most people do chat to Martin and it is like you guys have I would imagine I've never been on a grid. Uh, and I've I've done three hundred and fifty races. I've only ever been on the grid five times. And it is chaos down there. It's absolute chaos. Yeah. Um, what you don't get a sense of on the TV is the heat that's coming off the cars as well. So, you know, I I, I know it's going to be 40 degrees in Perth uh you know today and, and over <laughs> the weekend, but you know, you're talking fifty five plus down there. It is a very sweaty moment. Um, and as you know, people are running here, there and everywhere. I am amazed. That we get to talk to so many people, we, <laughs> yeah, especially especially drivers just before they're about to go and do a race. But for every machine gun Kelly, you know, there is there is a Michael Douglas <laughs> and Catherine Zeta Jones who yes. absolutely made my year last year. I love him by not only stopping, not only answering Martin's question, but saying, "Do you know what? You are the reason we love F one so much." Yep. And and when Michael Douglas does that, and when Catherine Zeta Jones, you know, wants to put an arm around him as well, I I don't think. Captain Grumpy, as we're now going to call him this morning, is too bothered about the odd supermodel. Fair enough. Now, as, and on
0: a, on a, a one of those, I must be. I'm positive I've got this right, and you probably would have been watching him and watching him do his thing. I'm pretty sure he interviewed Tommy Fleetwood on the grid last year, and he had no idea who he's talking to.
2: There's obviously someone telling
0: him, and they're probably going, "I don't know who it is either." I mean, Tommy Fleetwood's Tommy Fleetwood. I mean, you've got to know who Tommy Fleetwood is.
2: He knew exactly who Tommy Fleetwood was. <laughs> uh, for a moment, he might not have remembered his name, but he knew exactly that there was a golfer down there, and that he was with McLaren and DP World, and he was going to talk to him. Um, and Tommy Fleetwood knew exactly who Martin Brundle was, yes. and he was really excited uh, to get on. The grid. <laughs> Do you know what? It, it honestly, there are people who come onto the grid looking for Martin Brundle yeah. to go and have a chat to. That that is that is the standing that that my mate Martin has in the world of. Want. And do you know what? He is the least grumpy man you could ever wish to share any time with. I mean, you two, you're, you're sitting there smiling away in your studio. You look like Martin and I in a commentary box, except no one's shouting yet, you know? And shouting lights out, and away we go. I, I
1: love it. I love it when he gets numbered by someone, and it's, like you know, some pop singer or something like that. And then he goes, oh, no, not going to chat. I'm sure it would have been really interesting anyway. <laughs> and off he walks. Yeah. He gives him a little clip on the yeah, way he's past. A ripper.
2: He's, yeah, a beauty.
0: he's a ripper. Hey mate, just in summary, I've, I've talked about the show. Just give our listeners an opportunity of what they are expecting when you come to Perth late March.
2: Well, basically I, I come to Perth because A, I love Perth and B, I love people in Perth and, and C, I really love people who love Formula One in Perth as well. And, and, we just—I don't know how the show is going to go. Half the time, you know, we have—we have a little kind of half a plan, like but the audience dictate the way the show goes. Well, It's—it's it's a bit like the breakfast show. <laughs> <do to> the <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, mate. All right, mate. You start up with one plan, and then you realise because it's yes. years of quality broadcasting that that was rubbish, and you'll do something else. And and we just talk Formula One, and we get some people up on stage to try some commentary because yeah. everyone thinks it's the easiest job in the world. And as you know, because you've been on the front row, it's not. <laughs> um, we'll do some some quizzes, some polls. And we'll do some Ask Crofty as well, and we we'll, we will talk anything as long as it's Formula One, and we might even slip a bit of Married at First Sight Australia in there because I am onto Series Ten, and I am <laughs> oh getting God. On Please, no, Please, mate, David. no, cut him off. All
1: right, <laughs>
2: Monday, March twenty-five. You know full well that that show is addictive, and you cannot stop watching it. I was
0: talking to the Channel Nine uh, managing director last night at an event, and he said it is a money pit for the station. <laughs> Oh really? Money, he said the amount of money that comes into advertising. Oh, uh, you cannot. You cannot get in as an advertiser. I've been, I've, much been money
1: uh, I've been exposed to it in the last few nights as I'm trying to go to bed and the and wifey's watching it and I'm getting a rundown of everyone and who's a good bloke and who's a good chick and who's no good and, and I've got to, I've got to well, say I've yeah, watched I've done, more than a couple I would.
2: of episodes of the latest series, right? What's going on What's going on with the bloke who's gone in there but he's got a girlfriend on the outside? Nah. To... What's Are going on with oh, you reckon I that's you, that. do you? I you reckon that's, you, you? You reckon that's the that. first time that's happened? <laughs> well, I don't know. I've, I'm, I'm a bit of a late bloomer on this. I've only just started watching the traitors as well. Honestly, it's a good job the Formula One season's 24 races long because all I do is binge watch rubbish that... telly in the winter.
1: Exactly
0: right. Hey, just really quickly on uh, that, and really quickly this. before we let you go, one of our listeners wants to know, does Crofty go home between races say say hungary 21st and then belgium 28th do you duck home and then duck back out or do you go straight to the next venue
2: yeah occasionally uh, i go home just to realize what my mattress feels like to be honest (laughs) um if it's a european back-to-back we tend to go home because we can get home you know it's 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 quite easy but um for something like uh, for say uh, austin mexico brazil I'll stay out for, for all three weeks on that for, for what we call the meat sweats triple header, America, <laughs> yes. Mexico, Brazil. Yes. i tell you what. Seriously, that is brisket? not one for the diet. <laughs> You'd
1: be all over the brisket over there, the low and slow cooked meats. gone i tell you a yeah, Great trip to be on.
0: Oh, brilliant stuff. So, hey, Croft, can't wait to see you. I'll, I'll be, I will come along. I will buy a ticket and I will buy more merch. I'll bring my daughter along. We'll have some fun. It is a ripping event. It comes straight on the back of the Australian Grand Prix over there in Melbourne. So everything is fresh. And let me tell you, Scotty, the audience... Nothing gets past them. They have got memories. Their knowledge is not as good as our guest yeah. David Croft, but their knowledge is they they sniff petrol. Yeah.
1: Well, that's, well that's no. Not, no that's, that's probably not, not a great that's thing, not that's though. A great analogy. Uh, good luck with that, Crofty
2: Dealing <laughs> with that I love. it. I'll I tell you what, and if you come along <laughs> yes. and you're in the front row yes. after we've finished, yes. we'll pop back to Frio and we'll have a pint. Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. There you go. Yeah. As, as long as we can find a pub in Frio that's open after 10 o'clock at night. So oh, I'm not
1: sure yeah, that yeah, happens. yeah, 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 A yeah. <laughs> little, little, little clip on the way drive-by.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice work. Thanks for okay, coming on this morning and all the very best. Look, uh, look forward to the whole season. Love your voice, love your knowledge, and uh, say hi to Captain Grumpy for us.
2: I certainly will. Love you too. Good
0: on you There's David Croft, lights out. Away we go. Coming to Perth, we'll have our details and their details on our socials to let you know how you can get tickets. If you can get there, please do. This is Scotty Ingalls. Welcome back. Spot on 7.30, 26 degrees, heading for top of 41. Michael Nisa is heading to New Zealand as part of the 14-man squad for the New Zealand Test Series. That's interesting. He's a a fine player, isn't he? And He's uh, he's, uh, certainly... On the cusp. Not just... Yeah, he's been frustrated by just being outside that bowling cartel, which Mm. uh, have been very hard to uh, nudge. Hey, coming up uh, after our next guest is Ben Graham, Radio Row. Of course, don't forget Super Bowl, 6 o'clock Monday morning, 7.30 kickoff. Mark Duffield, better than that, is back on your radio mornings with Mark Duffield, 8 o'clock on Tuesday. Duff, appreciate your time. Good morning. Morning, boys. Have you missed us?
5: Oh, like
1: uh, <laughs> don't say it. I don't
0: know. Like <laughs> <laughs> a hole in their head. <laughs> yes, I have. Yes, simple yes. answer, yes.
1: That was the simple answer, mate. Now I saw you yesterday down at uh, Fremantle. What did you make of that, mate? The beautiful. I'm, I haven't been to their facilities before, but it's a good setup, mate. Did uh, you, you, you glean some information from the Fremantle crew, the coaching staff, senior players, and uh, you got any hope for them this year?
5: Yeah, I have. I, I'm, I think they're they the 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 thing I got about them was there's a bit of quiet confidence about them this year. I think they feel they know what went wrong last year and they and they feel it's fixable. Um, and uh, it is a good facility down there. I mean, every club's got good facilities now. But uh, yeah, I had a good chat to Annie Brayshaw. I had a good chat to Justin Longmuir I Had a nice long chat to Joe Briley as well. And um, I, yeah, I get the feeling that they're. They're quietly confident they're in a better position this year than they were last
0: year. Mornings with Mark Duffield, return on Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Looking forward to his insight, uh, his knowledge. And, of course, you can also read his stuff on Code Sport, and uh, he's been very busy in recent times. Hey, Duffer, last couple of weeks, last week actually, uh, Scotty and I, the top five things we want to see, a little bit of quirk thrown in there like banners and songs, but, you know, it's some on-air, on-air stuff. <laughs> it's your list. On field stuff as well. It'll be the stuff that people care about, believe it or not. Uh, if, you yeah. to, if you were to pluck one thing out of Fremantle and West Coast, what are the one thing you want to see from both clubs in 2024?
5: Uh, I want to see Fremantle play finals. Um, you know, I think that anything less than that is a fail. Um, and I think the club needs to... They, they did a strategic plan. I think the idea of the strategic plan was to try and get the club to expect more of itself. And I think they actually, they talk the talk on that. Now they need to walk the walk. They need to get there. They just need to find a way to get there. And I think they've got the cattle to do it. Um, Clearly, they're going to have some challenges. They're going to be kicking to a very young forward, but they can put some things around him. They need their rucks to stand up and kick goals as well as establish dominance around clearances. Um, But I think it's doable, and I think they need to get it done. So that's what I want from them. And from West Coast, I want, well, I tell you what I don't want. I do not want to hear Adam Simpson say even once about any player that has experience and we're asking questions about his the team. I don't want to hear him say he has credits in the bank. Mm-hmm. Credits in the bank is a no-go statement from Adam Simpson this year. I want to see him start to move on. I want to see him start to promote their youth. There's a certain number of senior players I think we all want to see play and play well. I want to see Jeremy McGovern get a full season in and play well. I want to see Elliot Yo do that. Um, but other than that, I think they need to develop and foster their younger players. So, what I want to see from them is I want to see Harley Reid, Ruben Jinby, Noah Long, uh, Brady Hoff, and a couple of others get through the season, play well, um, be sound, and as in not get injured, uh, be able to develop uh, and improve, and then have them in a good position to, to, to go into next
1: year yeah it was on my list of uh, things I wanted it was players picked on form uh, they were all on a clean slate and uh, senior players if the Eagles are going to be good and going in the right direction that senior players um, will have to be will be forced out of the team and and, and playing waffle did you see much of their Matt sim last night Duff
5: yeah I watched the first two quarters Scotty um, the interesting one was the first quarter. Look very much probables versus possibles. Mm. Um, If you looked at who was in blue and who was in white. And um, interestingly, you know, Andrew Gapp was was in blue on a wing. Um, Ruben Gindi was over the other side and he was sort of like on a wing and moving in through the middle. And there's a number of players, I think young players, we would like to see probably in their senior team by the end of the year who were in white. So Campbell Chesser started in white. Ryan Barrett started in white. Um, I think Rhett Bazo was in white. Um, these are guys I think that if West Coast is to progress and be better placed by the end of the year, by the end of the year, and they need to be able to talk about them as uh, possibly in their best 22. Interestingly, um, I think Tyler Brockman is clearly in their best team because he he started in blue. Um, I'm told he was very good in match simulation last week and he's very lively again last night. So I think that's a significant one, but also fact that um, Simo obviously still views Andrew Gaff as his best team is probably one that will get West Coast fans
0: talking. It certainly will, and get the listeners listening and talking to you. Starting on Tuesday at eight o'clock, mornings with Mark Duffield. Can't wait to see you, great man, and uh, look forward to the year ahead.
5: Good on you guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah,
0: Mark Duffield, of course, the absolute doyen of, uh, of football and sport here in Perth. A break. Ben Graham from the States next. <laughs> Scotty and Goss on this Friday. Don't forget, we're not on air on Monday, but we wouldn't be anyway, because Super Bowl is on Monday morning, Scotty, from 6am oh. for the kickoff. Yeah. Is that what they do? No, uh, A kickoff, they punt off. Yeah.
1: Is it 6 or 7? We're on air at 6. is yeah. the start
0: of the game. They're yeah. on air from 6, and I'm talking about, God. of course, our next guest, Ben Graham, Jared Whaley, and Larry Fitzgerald, of course, two-time winner. Of the AT Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Oh, yes.
1: And Benny Graham, let me just say, four-club player, four-club player. He's joined me club, albeit in different codes, but four-club player. <laughs> and a star, he's been there, he's done that, he's seen it all. And as you said, joins us now. Morning, Benny. Uh, good morning, Scotty and Goss here. Oh, yes. Coming to you live from Las Vegas. <laughs> and i tell
4: you what, they, it hasn't been a sporting city for very long, but they're hosting the Super Bowl this year and it's been on the ground since tuesday and it is building day by day just currently on radio row where the world's Mm. media converge every radio station and television station in the world is here telling the stories of what should be a a great game but no it's a it's a place to be i'm just privileged to be a part of it, and to be a part of the call
1: on Monday. I tell you what, it'd be very, very hard to concentrate and get your work done each night. I'm telling to do that right now. I'm not sure I'd be able to do it, you but you're a disciplined man. Hey, Benny, with uh, Radio Row, I know there's a mountain of celebrities that just wander on through there. They all get interviewed. Who have you seen? Well, they all you... know Ben.
0: Yeah.
1: They all know Ben. They all stop for Ben. Former player. They stop <laughs> for him, and, say, and, and he's much loved over there as well. How many have, how many have stopped been. for you, mate, and how many have said, Hey, Benny, how are you? Great to see you.
4: Well, see, this is I wear two hats, right? Because as a past player, you're sort of half in that people want to yeah. have a chat and being the first Australian to play in the Super Bowl. We've got Mitch Wishnowski playing his second Super Bowl, so there's that storyline. But as part of the media, it's our job to get these stars to talk on radio or on TV. and so you know ex-teammates like Kurt Warner you can get in there and you can reminisce on your playing days in the Super Bowl and you get him on air to have a chat, but I did miss out on one just now, though. The Rock. What? The Rock was on Pat McAvee's show. Hey, friendliest a man in the Pat. world, Benny.
1: Friendliest man in the world. He's got time for everybody. What yeah. happened?
4: <laughs> Couldn't get through his 30-man entourage, but <laughs> he did stop. He actually stopped and had a chat with Jordan Malata before we were uh, going to have a chat with him, but I mean, The, the Rock is probably the biggest name that has graced Radio Row uh, to this point. Uh, but you know we Tim Zoo, we caught up with Tim Zoo, lives in Vegas now yeah. preparing for his fight on March 30. So, no, it is the who's who, but it is. It's just fantastic to be a part of, no matter which hat
0: I'm wearing. Oh, that's a good get getting Tim Zoo. We've spoken to him three times on this show. So, <laughs>
1: hey, <laughs> hey, Ben. Go get ben, the rock. Go find <laughs> the rock. Hey, mate. Ben, you <laughs>
0: mentioned Mitch Wishnowski, Of course, he's a West Australian, so we hang our hat on that one. Um, what sort of role does he play come Monday for us?
4: Oh, it, it, field position is underrated. I think that. Special teams, punter and kicker. We've seen so many missed field goals already. So he will hold for the field goal. So you hope he does well there for Jake Moody, the rookie kicker. But in terms of punting the football, of course, you know it's only when your number's called, when your offense stalls. So his job is to flip the field. He's done it all year. He's been on the big stage before. I've got no doubt he's going to perform well. And then when they do stall midfield, he'll pin him them him deep and give Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense the long field. So he's got an important role to play. Uh, but you know that they're going well, the 49ers. If Mitch Wishnowski now, so he doesn't have to come on to punt.
1: Mm-hmm. So
4: if you're a if you're a 49ers fan and, and want Mitch to get the ultimate success, you don't really want to see him punt. If he has to punt a lot though. Bell's trouble
1: for the 49ers but no doubt the punters play a huge role We had made mate on Corey McKernan who's just on one of the world's great junkets at the moment over there with uh, with you but not working and let me tell you that right now not working at all and he's uh, just telling the stories between you know the difference between the quarterbacks and Pat Mahomes and, and Brock Purdy, Pat Mahomes obviously a, a two time Super Bowl winner, two time Super Bowl MVP, he's been there, he's done that, he's been a superstar, Brock Purdy picked up at number 10,000 in the draft and He's one, of, he's one of the good stories, isn't he? A great story. And in his second year,
4: could become the third quarterback in 49ers history to win a Super Bowl. Now, when you think about the success that they've had, mm. he's going to be an elite company if they do get the job done. Completely different style of quarterbacks. We know that Patrick Mahomes, you know, they, they struggled at times this year, but the, the ability to turn it on in big games, in playoffs. Brock Purdy... Now, we've got to remember the 49ers got to the NFC Championship game last year. Very similar team. So, does Brock Purdy make him better? I think that he does. But there's been all the controversy and unfair criticism, I think, leveled at him through he's only a game manager. Well, every quarterback is asked to manage the game. But Patrick Mahomes wins games. Brock Purdy hasn't been asked to win games yet, but he did against the Packers, and he did again last week against the Lions. So he's showing that he's more than just a game manager. But he's such a humble, Mr. Irrelevant kind of guy. It sums him up perfectly. He's got stars around him that are, are going to have to play well, like Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brennan uh George Kittle. And, of course, he got a good defense. But in saying all that, you know... The Forty ers might be the best team, but Patrick Mahomes is the best player mm. on the field on Monday, uh, and this is the best Chiefs defense that Patrick Mahomes has played with. So looking forward to the game, but I, I'm I, not... I hate to say it, but
1: I think I'm with the Chiefs. Oh, outsiders. They are outsiders. They'd be uh, 49ers our favorites, but just quickly on the... Quarterbacks, they're, I'm sure you'll agree with me. They're like the full forward of the footy team, aren't they? They're the most important. They're the ones that they're the ones that people go and see, and and the game is really on the end of their boot. To be honest with you, with their arm.
4: Well, no, well, I, I, I won't agree with you, Scotty. What? Unfortunately, yeah. uh, <laughs> there is not a position in the AFL like a quarterback. I know I didn't appreciate it before I moved over here. I asked the coaches one. When I first got to the Jets, I said, why aren't there three quarterbacks? They all take the field at different times. They all bring different skills. And they all looked at me oh, no. like I had rocked him. Ahead. <laughs> but it is important, very important position, uh, you know, full, full forward. They don't, they don't kick the goals. But you know what? If you don't have a good quarterback that can read the defenses, that can go through their progressions and pick the right read, get on the same page with their receivers, The ball starts under centre, with the centre, and it gets handed to the quarterback 99.9% of the play. So as their important position in sport, right across every sport is, is... the quarterback that's how important it is
0: ben graham our guest you can hear ben from six o'clock of course for the seven thirty kickoff on super bowl 58 along with jerry waitley and larry fitzgerald on monday morning hey ben a couple of uh, former west coast eagles boys are over in the states are taking in it i've talked of uh, peter sumich uh, glenn jackovich a, a number of others i think tony McHale, their good mate is over there oh, as well Bobby. and uh, they walked out of the hotel in vegas and, went and had two beers $58 they got at the, Na- the National Hockey League, the NH- NHL. Is Vegas a lot more expensive than you remember?
4: Absolutely it is. This is a different Vegas that I knew on <laughs> footy trips than 20 you know, years ago. It's. I, I walked out of the U2 concert at the Sphere last night oh. and walked down the strip back to the hotel, and it was quiet. That It's not like you remember it. I mean, everything's happening inside the casinos and inside the bars. In the casino, so it is quite different. Um, but I'm sure if you know what you're looking for, you can certainly find it in <laughs> Vegas. But I haven't run into those. I haven't run into those boys yet. Uh, but I tell you, there are a lot of Aussies over here, and they travel well. And good luck to them because this week, Super Bowl City, Super Bowl week, into the Super Bowl, especially here in Vegas, is awesome. There's so much going on. I mean, new to the sphere. The ice hockey. Wow. Um, they're promoting all sorts of wrestling coming up, and the boxing, and mm. it's just uh, yeah, this is a great place to be. <laughs> it's guys. a special place.
0: Yeah, live golf, live
4: golf <laughs> as well. is golf there on The country club. Oh, sorry, as well. forgot about that. I'll tell you, we, we're calling it. We're going to the we're going on Saturday the final round. Hutchy's getting we've bang for got, his back. Got, <laughs> yes, we're bringing it to radio. We're bringing live golf to radio. Now we know the traditional golf commentators on radio. This is going to be teach, off it. the chart. <laughs> now Jared's going to be with us to straighten us up. Blanksy Brad Blank here. Oh, yes. He's going to be in the course.
1: Oh, good. he's strange. on course commentator Brad blanks and if you haven't if you haven't seen or, or know Brad blanks you just search him up on socials he's just one of the all-time good human beings he's an absolute ripper hey tell us about the stadium
0: where the Super Bowl is on Monday just just give us a
1: give us a snapshot of what you're expecting and
0: have you have you set foot inside there yet
4: I have not but Jared uh, was there on Monday night for opening night and he says it will blow you away it's mm. state of the art now we're comparing it the SoFi stadium two years ago. But the other thing about Vegas is Allegiant Stadium is literally just there. You walk to it, like T-Mobile Arena, like all everything in Vegas is with, in walking distance. So I'm, I haven't been there yet. Uh, apparently, there were 24,000 people there for opening night. Now they're paid, <laughs> they're paying to go just to watch the Super Bowl week open. Players were there, <laughs> but they said the noise that those 24,000 made in that stadium was electric. It'll be packed to the rafters. It's high tech. It's all, oh, no, oh, I'm looking forward to it. I love a good stadium. Um, I, well, when I was playing, I played in every stadium in the NFL except for two. Allegiant Stadium wasn't around when I played, but looking forward to getting in there. It only holds about 60,000 people, so it's not huge in terms of how many bums on seats they can get, but, you know, it's, it's state-of-the-art. I'll believe Jared when he says that, but yeah. I'll see it from my own eyes uh, tomorrow when we go on the tour.
1: Yeah, it looks amazing if only my team that plays there could be any good ever. That would be uh, terrific, but we'll wait and see for that day to come. Uh, give us your tip, mate. Give us your, your, your game winner and your uh, MVP. Well, sort of alluded to it before, uh, mm. if there is a quarterback
4: that I want the ball in their hands in the last quarter, whether they're up or down, is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I think he'll get it done Uh, The Chiefs' defence have got their work cut out against Christian McCaffrey. If they can stop him, critical uh, part of the game, him running the football. But there will be a battle everywhere. Offensive line versus defensive line of the Chiefs um, and the 49 I think, look, when it's all said and done, I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a high-scoring game, despite the two good defences. Uh, I'm going to say the Chiefs uh, will win 27-24. Ooh. Wow. wow.
0: Nice. Hey, Benny, can't wait. Enjoy the rest of couple of days, mate. Uh, we look forward to the commentary from yeah. 6 o'clock with kickoff at 7.30 with yourself, Jared, and, and Larry Fitzgerald, you mate. behave yourself. Enjoy, mate. and uh, we'll see you when you get <laughs> back hello, guys. Thanks for having me on. Enjoy the game, Ben Graham, absolute star and legend, and as he said, the first Aussie to the Super yep. Bowl NFL punter with the Jets, the Saints, the Cardinals, and the Lions. This is Scotty Ingalls. That's two hours done and dusted. Here are the best bits. You Take your
1: first time with sticky tape.
0: What's well, no? I
1: said we're back to Secret Sound. <laughs> no, no, that was not coming back. Josh Corbett just walked straight up. So go, hey, guys. How are you going? And um, just a ripping bloke. 26 or something, he's done a hip replacement. And uh, he said he's down there in the Coburn Aquatic Centre there doing aqua aerobics for all the 70 and 80-year-olds. And they say, oh, what are you doing here? I'm rehabbing. And What have you done? I've had a hip replacement. Oh, yeah, we have 2 <laughs> They're 80. It made me
0: chuckle some of the stuff that came out of your mouth. You don't try to be funny. It's just a natural.
1: Right. Your lack of knowledge. There <laughs> oh, it is. There it is. It was always gonna. It's like, I love you, but... <laughs> Crofty,
0: I will come along. I will buy a ticket. The audience, they sniff petrol.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's, no, not, no, that's, that's probably not, not a great uh, thing, though. No. Not... After we've finished, we'll pop back to Frio and we'll have a pint.
1: Yeah. There you go. As
2: long as we can find a pub in Frio that's open after 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
5: you <laughs>
0: see?